Everybody. Hello. This is Danny Nelsis. Nelsis? <laughs> Let's start that again. Three, two. <laughs> Hi, everybody. This is Danny Nelson. And Alexis Holzer. And this is Prep Yourself. Prep Yourself. It's been a while. It has been. I know you guys missed us. Yep, everyone probably at night was like, ooh, let me check again to see if they did another one yet. You know what? I think that they were working on putting their go bags together. Probably. Every night. Every night. Just like I did. (laughs) And they're like, can't wait to brag. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, I went to Hawaii. You did go to Hawaii. And God damn it, I needed it. You did a really good job going to Hawaii. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. It was really fun. Um but I definitely saw all of the tsunami warnings <laughs> everywhere I went. I was looking for it. Were you, like, writing down your escape route as you were uh-huh. driving through? I was like, where is the nearest one? And I wanted to ask the people at the hotel, so should a tsunami happen and or a volcano eruption, what's the plan? <laughs> but I was kind of like, why aren't you telling me this either? Yeah, why isn't this posted? Like, in my room. Yeah. Instead of a Gideon's Bible, I want a evacuation plan (laughs) and a ham radio. (laughs) In my room, a ham radio as a standard. Yes. (laughs) No, but it was really fun. But they do have those big sirens all over the beach there, which I feel like even then it would be too late, right? I've never really thought about it, but now I feel like... In the future, when I go to an island nation and, like, anywhere close to the beach, I'm just going to be like, if you could put me on, like, the top-ish floors. Um, <laughs> I mean, maybe that's bad if there's, like, a fire. I have a long way to get down. But in a case of a tsunami, yeah. I feel like being on the bottom floors is not and really. And then on the flip side, I'm like, well, I'm really happy. I'm on vacation. I feel like I've lived a good life. <laughs> this, I, I could use this umbrella out of my drink maybe to float me, <laughs> like, if I had to get away. <laughs> Uh, I also went scuba diving. Oh, nice. um, Which was fun. But this was the first time where I had, like, a lot of trouble with my equipment, and it just didn't go very well. And I was like, okay, another situation I need to prepare for, but also a skill that I have. I love that you have your scuba skills. Mm -hmm. I have no scuba skills. So if we have to go and, like, steal a submarine, Mm -hmm. you're going to lead that mission. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be topside. Mike is going to lead it. I'll be second in command. No. Second command of our stilling of a submarine. Now we just need to find a submarine operator. Hey, there will be tons of Russian submarines all over this place pretty soon. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. Kind of true. It's funny because it's true. Uh, um, yeah, also on vacation this week. Can I tell one more story about Hawaii? Yes, absolutely. Because it totally relates to you. Um, so we took the baby, obviously. <laughs> I know. My, my GPS mapping I have on all of my exactly. future dinners exactly. uh, it went off of the <laughs> local map that I have. To... I know. I know. I heard the beeping. Um, <laughs> no, but we were, so we went with a lot of friends and we were all in one of their condos and we had the baby on the floor and we were playing with the baby and going, oh. And then I, like, pretended to nibble on its hand, and someone else was nibbling on its foot. And, and pretty soon there was all of us over there going, oh, 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 little baby. And then we all stopped, and we look at each other, and we go, this is what Danny must dream about. 
I love this hardcore <laughs> reputation I'm getting for being a baby cannibal. Yeah. I feel like it's a really good direction for my persona. Yeah, another so. friend in Portland texted me and goes, so do I need to worry about people eating my babies too? <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's something to consider. It's something to consider, like, post that first 10 days. I think that that is, you know, a just after you run out of your preparedness bag situation yeah. kind of thing. No, I'm already a good trip. I mean, it's already listed amongst my first 10 days, but for other people. Right. right. <laughs> um, so, yeah, somebody else was on vacation. Yeah. Who had a really so, interesting experience. Leaf, who we love to talk about on this podcast, uh, was in Whistler over the weekend. And, well, he was, you know, drinking with his friends, as you will do after you're done with the slopes for the day. Uh, they Not heard crazy. a fire. They heard a fire alarm go off, and went outside. And one of the condos that was in the like ski area place where they're staying um, was on fire. But there were you could obviously see there were still people inside. It was on fire. It was on fire. Like they were like, oh, that building's on fire. And what did he do? He ran in there and started banging on doors, mm-hmm. trying to get people out of there. People are idiots, so they kept being like, oh, I just got to grab my gear. Like, I can't leave my gear. They do not listen to this podcast. They do not, because you have to run. You just run for it. Like, if you have to double back, double back after you already know that you survived. Like, Mm -hmm. you got to survive first, then worry about all the rest of the stuff. But um, they tried to kick down the door where the fire was, so they were, like, really upset because they didn't know if someone was in there because <sighs> they, were, they weren't able to kick down the door. Oh, but my God. I'm like, um, since when is my drunk boyfriend, like, first on scene responding to fires? I feel <laughs> like he's been inspired by you and by me. <laughs> um, the inner strength to run into a burning building. Yes. Yeah, I'm disappointed then- <laughs> in people running back in to maybe get their K2 skis or... Yeah. I mean, Leaf ran in to get another drink, but his condo was not on fire. <laughs> yeah, that was the not on fire condo. Um, and also, you need refreshments if you're gonna. True. If you're gonna watch a fire for that kind of duration, you do need to like refreshments. You need to re up. So, also though, it made me feel like number one, get the hell outside when you hear an alarm. Like you don't have to do anything yeah. to prepare for that. It Just pisses. put it in your brain. If you hear an alarm, you should at least get up to go and figure out what it is. And I get really mad at my coworkers. We I don't think we've had we've had one here, and I feel like people are more serious about it, but my old job, people would be like, Yeah, this is a drill, no big deal, and just close their office and they wouldn't leave the building. They would say it's a fire drill. And I'm like, Yeah, I get it. A can you take a break for like twenty minutes and yeah. go do this? Because it's yes. kind of fun. Also, it's like, kind of fun. You're like, oh, let's <laughs> pretend it's really fun. We cross the street. And then, like, they just don't practice. Like, yeah. that's what you have to do in this case is practice where to go because yeah. you don't know what floor you're supposed to go to, and, and also you don't know how what your um, fight or flight response is going right. to be like in a moment where there actually is crazy stuff going on. Mm-hmm. Like you, that needs to be on autopilot. Yeah. Like, that needs to be, like, use your common sense, of course, but, like I said, survive first. Yeah. Like, that's the first thing on the yeah. list should just be... In their defense, live. we did have go bags at my old job. I don't believe we have go bags at my new job. 
Like just uh, with emergency provisions or like yeah. really elaborate first aid kits? Um, I think there was elaborate first aid kit in the office, but individually we each had, I had a hard hat, which was really awesome to pull out in meetings. And then I had uh, <laughs> like water, provisional water and some food and uh, a flashlight, like pretty basic stuff, but enough that you could grab it. Or if you were there for a couple of days, like in the building and you couldn't leave for some reason or a day, it was enough to get by. Oh, that's really amazing. Yeah. And we don't have that at my new job, but I'm like, I need this at my new job. So and speaking of go bags. Yeah. And we'll get into that. I'm, I haven't talked to you about this, uh, but because of recent news, next week I would like to cover um, initial reaction to nuclear bombs. Oh, God. Uh, but it's, I don't want to talk about it at all, but that like having to be somewhere for a day or two mm-hmm. situation like that directly is too many current events so to many talk about events, right now. So many current <laughs> events that aren't leaf running into burning buildings, which was pretty awesome. I love you, babe. Good job. I'm glad that you tried to get those people out and that you kept the party going by live Facebooking <laughs> the video <laughs> and, um, including when you went to go get more beverages i really appreciate you you're really cute yeah um also this past week i went and did a volunteer event and Mm. a friend of ours ryan who uh enjoys our podcast brought me and alexis a gift which was (laughs) a uh freeze-dried camping like breakfast meal yeah so that when we do an episode on um like foods that can store be stored for long periods of time we're gonna do a taste testing episode and so he brought it for us. Thank you so much. And Ryan, if you want to come make it for us too, yes, that we, would be great. We did offer you an unpaid internship. So whenever <laughs> you're done with your real professional job, you'll learn a lot. You can come <laughs> and serve us uh, wine and freeze-dried food. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and another shout-out to our friend Serafima for uh, letting us know that Costco is totally on top of it. Uh, there are, for those who feel really intimidated by creating a whole go bag, I did go and gather stuff for mine, and I don't have everything. I'm trying to figure out where else am I going to get this stuff. If you don't even want to go that far, just go to Costco. If you don't have a Costco membership, what's wrong with you? You probably know someone who has one. Go and buy it. It was like $45, and it was for five days. Yep. Or you could go order it on Amazon. Just go get and it's safe. Not- it's not everything, yeah. but it's so much better than nothing, and it's already in a bag. Yeah. You don't even have to do the first step, which is to identify a bag. Yeah, <laughs> like, skip step one <laughs> and, like, the next ten, yeah. and then you have done your homeworks. So. And then I will allow you to come into my yard, the initial. <laughs> I'm to make that a rule. Who, don't you, come into my yard if you don't have <laughs> ten days of provisions. You know who you are. You know who you are don't out there. Don't come. Don't come in my yard. Don't make me tell you to get out of my yard. You can stand on the street get and yell loudly. On. <laughs> okay. So that was really cool. And also we had uh, our friend Colleen is uh, super psyched and she's really excited for when we eventually start talking about bicycles. Ooh. I think she wants to come and I've been thinking about that. Chat with us uh, when we talk about alternate uh, transportation. Uh, stuff. So mm-hmm. maybe we could get a calling Danny stories yeah. combo. People who bike everywhere. <laughs> awesome. And Leaf. Maybe that's our chance. But so I think that wraps it up for thanks, everybody Pete. we love. I mean, we love all of you, but uh, thanks Those everyone guys for getting been involved and keeping us motivated to do this. Yeah. That's good stuff. So um, 
as you know, one of the the two things that have been a common bond of our uh, <laughs> episodes so far is that one of the things we like to do is hit on some media and how that has affected the way that we are prepping or how it adds to our general uh, psychosis about <laughs> 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 what is going to happen. Lex this week went down the rabbit hole. Yeah. That's not a euphemism for doing drugs. <laughs> I had no time to do that. Um, but Danny gave me um, World War Z to read while I was on vacation. And reading on vacation is nearly impossible with an infant. There is no time to just kick back and read a couple hundred pages. No. So I watched some videos instead. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so one of the comms plans that you sent me had a link to a FEMA video called I Didn't Think It Could Happen to Me. And I was like, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> um, but I watched it and it is a good video, you know, from a government point of view of people just not being prepared and knowing that it's so, now that it happened to them, it's so important to be prepared. So some of them are about tornadoes in Oklahoma, um, some really severe storms, but overall people who had kids with asthma and their kid had an asthma attack during a disaster. Oh, wow. Yeah, Yeah. that's not something that I really... Yeah, and they're like, you just don't have that extra minutes to go and get the inhaler. You know where it is, but everything is happening all at once. And this lady had, I think, three kids and there was just chaos everywhere and they just didn't have time to get it. Or... You know, this family was stuck in their house and they didn't have heat. So, like, this was a really great video. Then I looked to the sidebar. (laughs) As you do. As YouTube does. (laughs) Um, What's next in line? You might also be interested in this crazy video from Top 10 Deadliest Honeymoons. Top 10 Deadliest (laughs) uh, Natural Disasters. I'm like, ooh, Natural Disasters. Because I do kind of love those. As a kid, I was like in the windstorm, like, this is amazing. And my mom's like, don't die by that tree branch. (laughs) Anyway, so... I listened to that, and there's it was all old stuff, and I was like, yeah, that might have happened. Oh, 200,000 people died in that earthquake. Oh, was Great. it like, top 10 natural disasters, number 10, Alexis hugging a tree during a <laughs> slight windstorm. Like, That's me, oh my God. I was number 10, I made the top 10. <laughs> No, so that, I mean, but those are super cheesy. There was one um, starring Jamie Lee Curtis, so I absolutely clicked on that one because she's a badass bitch. And I click on it, and it's from the Lifetime Network. And she called it, like, the estrogen, um, uh, the estrogen central or something. Jamie Lee Curtis called Lifetime. (laughs) During the video? For the thing that she's on? I'm happy to be here with you on the estrogen centrals. I can't remember exactly what she called it. How long is this video? Is it very long? It's maybe like four or five minutes. So it's like a split screen interview, like the lady in the studio, like, we have Jamie Lee Curtis here from movies such as True Lies. And I was like, get in the chopper. (laughs) Uh, And you were like, but what about Fish Called Wanda? Yeah. No, she, that was the other one she said. (laughs) (laughs) No, they didn't lead with Halloween. She survived. Dude, she is she, so badass. She would she was not prepared in that movie. Yeah. And yet she just used her wits. Same with true lies. She yep. was not a spy. She became a spy though. Mm-hmm. Because she just was smart. Badass. Kept her wits about her. Had a international spy to take care of her. Yes. <laughs> While she's hanging out of the side of helicopters flying. So good. Was that something that they touched on in the lifetime video? Yeah. Jamie Lee Curtis was like 
if you're hanging outside of a helicopter, here's what you do. No, she's a rep for the Red Cross, or she was. This video, I think, was from a few years ago. Um, but she was talking about what to put in your preparedness kit. Oh, that's cool. But the host was just so cheesy. Like, so, Jamie, I hear we're supposed to get stuff together in case of an emergency. What's in your bag? And I, like, <laughs> sort of loved her and hated her at the same time because my lifelong dream as a secret profession would be to be Joan Rivers on the shopping network. <laughs> <laughs> on the home shopping network anything. like just anything like, look at this microphone don't you love this microphone it's about what would you say 13 inches tall <laughs> i think it comes in a lovely array of colors just oh, but what say I whatever comes to your mind is this universal yeah uh, you can get any color of the little cap that mm-hmm. goes on the foam cap yeah oh you know how much this is? No. So I kind of <laughs> loved and hated this lady because I was like, this is A, Jamie Lee Curtis, who doesn't deserve your condescension right now. <laughs> or, <laughs> your, or your false bubbleness. Yeah. This is a serious subject. And people like need to be informed about this, which I think is like my annoyance with all of these videos is that they're really focused on the entertainment of it. There's right. kind of like two types. There's like government sponsored or, you know, including state or city or whatever. And they try to have like this level of entertainment or cuteness to it. Um, like they'd have these reenactments where a guy would represent uh, disaster and it would be this big fat guy. And he's like, oh, I'm an earthquake. Boom, boom, boom. And the nice, good looking guy is like, in case of an earthquake, here's what your family should do. And then they have like some but cute like, interaction. How good looking of a guy? Pretty good looking. I like mean, when I watch it to see this dude talk. Talk to me. Oh, I don't think insane. you would like him. I mean, he's like the quintessential good-looking guy. Like, I like a quintessential good-looking guy. Tan. I mean, I look at the Ryan Goslings of the world, and I'm like, oh, hey. If Ryan Gosling hey, did guy. a video like this, people would get their shit together. <laughs> <laughs> Am I wrong? Like, so hard. If oh Ryan was like, just like once a day, I got an update on my phone, like a Ryan Gosling like, preparedness hey girl, app. Have you put together? <laughs> hey, girl, did you get that extra can of food to put in the garage? <laughs> I'd be like, I didn't, but like, you know what? I'm going to do that right now. I'm going to do that right now, and I'm thinking of you, <laughs> and I know you're thinking of me, and you want me to be safe, so I'm here for you. I'm going to go get that chili end. right now. <laughs> <laughs> let's make a let's make an emergency meeting location, just me and Ryan. Like, yeah, I love it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So but instead, so, you have Jamie Lee Curtis. Yes, which, you know, is a close second. But, um, but yeah, that was kind of like my annoyance with all of this was like, this is serious stuff. I know you have to be sort of entertaining about it to a certain extent. Yep. I'm like, but then do you? I mean, but the thing is, is like how it is, it is such a boring subject for people because right. it's not, they don't feel like it's immediate. So that's the other video that there is out there. I guess there's three types. The sort of cutesy entertainment one, yep. the um, super boring informational one, yep. and then the super crazy person prepper kind. Who's like, impending doom, you're yeah. going to die, yeah. explosion. And then there's like a, um, like a backlash to that of like, hey, you can be a prepper without being a crazy person, but here's all the stuff you need to do. And it's also kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. And so there's boring. Like it's so crazy. Much. And boring. Yeah. And oh, it's man. never been so entertaining as right now for yeah. this podcast. There was one that was just <laughs> entitled, Why the Trump Administration is Good for Preppers. And I was like, I got to watch this. And I got about three minutes into it. I'm just like, this is a guy with a side piece. Like, he had a gun strapped to his <laughs> leg. I love he a had, side piece. Yeah, I love a good he side piece. He had a safari piece. hat, and he was in the forest <laughs> nice. by himself. <laughs> Talking about why 
we were, we were okay with this. And then he got into China and North Korea. I was like, I can't even right now. So yeah, lots of videos out there. Yeah. And then there was a lot of um, people talking about bug in preparation. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know? yeah for so sure. Like, and we'll and definitely was, get there yeah. for sure. Like when you need to like hole up in your house, but that is mm-hmm. where you get into crazy prepper time. Yeah, that's crazy prepper. Yeah. And then there's a ton that are um, devoted to kids. Which brought back so many memories Hold of on, like, growing up. Like kids taking care of themselves, like earthquake style. Like, again, I think this like would be like, um, you know, government agency sponsored. Um, these the, They were called the um, Disaster Dodgers. And it was this group of four kids who were the actors. And they like went through all these different scenarios. And there's like a whole library of these videos of like how to get prepped. What's your family communications plan? Uh, what do you do in case of an earthquake? Um, all these how, different things. How and so, old are these kids? Oh, I would say they're like 10. That's amazing. Yeah. I mean, they're not making the videos themselves. Right. No, but I'm saying, like, <laughs> I could imagine as a 10-year-old, what grade is that? Third? Third grade? Oh, I was, like, a freshman in high school at that point. <laughs> <laughs> Danny's really smart. I don't know. I mean, clearly you know that already. I know so little about children that I have no idea what grade you're in. You know you're a lot about old. weird stuff. <laughs> I'm going to do this. So much weird stuff. But, okay, so, like, imagine being, like, your third grade self and having, like, watching those videos, like, one day when you have a substitute yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I what I was thinking, totally too. I have totally gone home and been like, Mom, here's yeah. where it's at. That's why they have these for kids. It's not to have, you know, the kids do it themselves. It's to motivate the parents. For sure. Because the government knows the parents are like, yeah, yeah, we'll figure it out. We'll just throw some money at it when the time comes. Yeah. And we'll buy our way out of it. Or... Yeah, yeah, we're screwed anyway, so let's not pay attention to it. But if you get the kids like all bright eyed and mom, we want our family to live. I mean, I did that with recycling. Oh, I did that with so much stuff. Yeah, recycling, <laughs> they get the kids every time. I was like, we are killing the planet. Like, I take my stepdad's like six pack little, you know, oh, yeah. like plastic thing and like cut all the things. And I'm like, you have your Budweiser. I have my condescending moments of clipping your little things. <laughs> you so, that, so that fish don't die. Did you get grounded? Uh, did I get grounded? I got grounded like a million times. <laughs> the better question is like, when wasn't I grounded? Hmm. But also, I don't even know. Like, I can hear in my mind my mom saying that I was grounded. I cannot remember a time where I actually did Whatever the punishment was of being grounded. Oh, man. <laughs> the fear of my parents was instilled to me at a very early age. I met your mother. I can understand. <laughs> yeah. She has a fierce look about her. Yeah. And then she She's also adorable, has this, like, but man, I don't care if you do that kind of look. And I'm like, well, I want you to be proud of me. <laughs> <laughs> my mom was taking a nap because yeah. she was on Valium. <laughs> Uh, take that left turn back here. <laughs> Thank you. So, so, yeah. um, so you watched a bunch of the kids' videos. Yeah. And they were cute. But again, why does the earthquake have to be a big fat guy? It was like the fat kid came in. He was like, I'm an earthquake. Bum, bum, bum. And they're like, thanks, Mr. Earthquake. That's so... It is really weird. Yeah. It was pretty funny. Oh, you know what, though? That um, Seattle... The, I am going to be making fun of Seattle a lot yeah. uh, during this yeah. podcast in particular because one of the websites that we focused are um, very, very light 
um, research into. We read three articles, people. We read three. That's a lot. That is so many. It's so many. Um, I read more articles about why Beauty and the Beast is, uh, (laughs) like... A controversial movie right now. But one of the things <laughs> the Seattle ones is... Really? I've read I like five. I don't. They're hilarious. Okay. We'll talk about that later. On our other podcast, oh, Danny's yes. Opinions. <laughs> <laughs> Worst podcast ever. No, no one no. listens to it. But the Seattle site was by far the silliest Mm-hmm. Um, the sites that we referred to, including that they had an animated video. Mm-hmm. There was pretty much what I got out of watching this like two minute animated video was um, uh, you should take care of yourself and yeah. figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the, that's really um, the message of all of these is nobody's going to take care of you. Take care of yourself. Yep. But watch this entertaining video in the process. <laughs> but watch the big fat guy yeah. be entertaining. So I don't know if there's a solution to this media piece of it. And, you know, yeah. I'm not thinking about a solution. I just think it's funny that we either have to create entertainment around this to get people to be serious about it, or it has to be boring, yeah. or it has to be, like, weird. Can I point out that we uh, specifically are doing a comedy podcast about prepping? You to don't inspire say. people yeah. to do prepping. So therefore, <laughs> maybe this is the solution. What? <laughs> what? The big fat earthquake guy was the solution. <laughs> <laughs> or eating children. We don't know yet. Both. We're coming together on that eventually. Mm-hmm. That'll be a thing that will so come. So we're the coolest. <laughs> City of Seattle, if you want to hire us. I'm um, one of their websites that had a volunteer position. <laughs> I know I made fun of their website, but at some point I do hope that we get to interview um, one of the people at the emergency preparedness. Because I'm sure that they have a ton of information. It's just hard totally. to convey in a simplified way that most people can handle in the two minutes that they're willing to actually read yeah. a disaster preparedness document. Mm-hmm. Because that is like... Uh, we have posted all over the building that I work in the like fire escape plan, like every single time that that someone brings it up. It is like, it's never been spoken of. It's like, yeah, it's posted everywhere. It's been in during meetings. We've discussed it. It's part of your training when you're hired. Like, Mm -hmm. but people are like, Oh, there's a. There's a different way to leave the office than the way I just come in and out every day. Yeah. Yeah. There's there another is. way. In your building, there's maybe it's not even six. A big building. It's not even a big building. It is no. like a very small building. It has exits on every side of the building. Yep. No, but as a communications professional and thinking about how do you appeal to a lot of different people? Like, I think these, you know, city and state governments are doing the best they can to, yes, simplify it and try to get people to watch it or at least make it entertaining for kids. Yeah. Um, But still, I think we're doing a better job. And I support (laughs) using people like Jamie Lee Curtis calling Lifetime Network the estrogen channel. (laughs) That sounds like something that I would at least look at. Jamie Lee Curtis, if you want to be on our podcast, we will let you. (laughs) School us on the Red Cross. Go bag. Thank you. also for Alexis to show you uh, how she would want to interview people in a (laughs) split screen kind of situation. A lot of hand motions with this lady. (laughs) Oh, Jamie. Let me put my hands together and then gesture this way to things that don't exist. 
I'm for it. I, I the thing that is lucky is I am the only one who will get to see it. Everyone else will just have to listen to me giggling in the background yeah. in the aftermath. It's of good. You and Jamie's interview. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. Pretty stuff. good. Speaking of communication, you want to talk about this stuff now? Yeah. You want to talk about comp plans? Yeah. Here's the serious part, you guys. This is where we're going to help you get prepared. So we bring it down a notch. <laughs> this is where we go into our NPR voices. Uh, so this past week, we read, um, like I said, we read some articles, one of which was from FEMA. And I say articles, but really, it's um, within their websites, they have, like, different, uh, they have uh, things that are particularly put together that are about comp plans. And so we looked at FEMA, the CDC, and then Seattle specifically, because I thought that would be like a good spectrum uh, of kind of different things. What was your? I loved the summary that you had of like the summary. Good, like good, bad, baddest. Oh, yeah, no, I thought FEMA was the goodest. Yep. Um, just because I think that that document was really well laid out. It had templates that you could use. It had links to those videos. I thought that was the best. CDC, I thought was kind of. Um, their website was kind of all over the place, and you had to click a lot to find what you needed. They just kind of said, here, you have to do this. Go find out more about that here. I was like, someone comes to this website, and they're just like, I need to survive. And they're like, oh, I can't even survive this website. Oh. Yeah, and disease, by the way, is one of the most likely reasons for societal collapse. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, if you look into history... Plague has been a great destroyer of populations. Just pointing out. That's why people love zombies so much. Because mm. it's like fictional enough that you don't have to be scared every day. But true enough that you're like, it could happen. Yeah. You know? Not zombies actually, but everyone getting diseased that way. In a yeah. really easily transferable manner. Oh, cool. So. Sorry. Mm-hmm. CDC. And then. And then Seattle. Like. Seattle's good for us because it's way practical. Yeah, I have found out where I can go in my neighborhood if there's an emergency for a, you know, a hub is what they're called. Um, but I think also their website was kind of it seemed outdated. Like I don't want to go to a website that's like stay up to date on emergency preparedness. We haven't updated this website in a couple of years. <laughs> it is. I mean, they have the animated video of the dancing Sasquatch guy. See, I did not get to that part. <laughs> <laughs> See, you know, like, you can only dig in so far to these sites. Uh-huh. Um, but we welcome you to dig into these sites and, you know, leave your comments on our Facebook page, as people do. Yeah, Sometimes. I mean, their social media seems sort of up to date. Like, they're doing events and getting people prepped and... Um, Preparing for the big one, but that was in November. You know, I'm like, why don't they have those every week? <laughs> um, which they do. You can schedule them. So we'll talk about, like, we're going to try and figure out maybe our first ever prep yourself meetup will be scheduling someone from the city to come and do a little class for us. Yeah. You know, happy hour style. Because oh, yeah. it needs to be prep yourself style. Oh, so yeah. there'll be 
a happy hour that includes... There will be no wine spritzers. <laughs> there will be so many wine spritzers. No, <laughs> they will be flowing. Wait. They will be flowing. <laughs> and um, except for then we'll have a professional there to like tell us some stuff. Yeah. And then we'll ask them all of our weird questions. And then we'll buy them, buy them shots. Um, ooh, you can make or some her. of your delicious jello shots. I'm so um, good at that. For anyone who's a stranger listening to this podcast, Lex is an amazing <laughs> jello shot maker. It's all I have in my go bag. <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing. It's just like gallons of Tito and gelatin. <laughs> That is not and just like what, little tiny cups of twins. <laughs> so good, like whole sleeves of them, like a lot of. Them. I mean, when you need to trade stuff in the, you know, bartering. Yeah. I did see a really great video on bartering. So when we talk about like economic collapse, one of yes. these podcasts, I have that list. It's so good. I'm ready. Put that on the list of things to do. Yeah. Um, I have seen a peek of Lex's uh, bag, which she is going to somehow present to you guys yeah. uh, via social media soon. But she did a really good job getting stuff together. <laughs> Babies and, need so much. Um, including a multi-tool that's a little miniature hammer. Yeah. I'm just saying. It's really Guess cute. where I got that? <laughs> Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Mike has everything. I was um, so excited to help. So the what we're going to talk about today wraps into our homework um, also for this week, which is actually creating a comp plan for our families. And when I'm saying comp plan, I'm saying communications plan. <laughs> I did send, I did, I did send likes, which I think that the name of the episode should be. Um, Comp plan or complain? Or maybe, hey girl. Hey girl. It should be, hey girl, get your comp plan together today. Um, so the I think uh, across all of the sites, the number one thing that they recommended doing was having some kind of paper copy of people's phone numbers. Yeah, and this was a current. This is current. This isn't like caveman. Yes, paper paper people because things are going to run out of batteries things are not going to work and honestly this was something i didn't think about like yep. yes i know that's going to happen but i was like paper yes okay the fema had a really good like uh template that could you could put in your information and then it would print it out wallet size so they're saying have one in your wallet your backpack your car wherever and um i was like well i know mike's cell phone number i don't know his work number I know my parents' number, but I don't know his parents' numbers, and they both live out of state. So having a phone uh, a phone list that had people near you, and then also out of state, and then also other emergency numbers. Yeah, like, like your um, emergency numbers couldn't also include things like your insurance company, yeah. your Vet. local dispatch for your fire department or police thing. So if you can't get home, you can like mm-hmm. call the station to be like, "This is where my home is." Oh, you can do that? I don't know. I mean, at some point, like, right? Yeah. Um, and then, like, one of the the big ones, too, for me that I was like, holy crap. Like, they mentioned um, someone with a landline, like, in case uh, <laughs> cell phone, you're not able to use cell phone. So yeah. when we talk about this, this is like you had to run out of a burning building so you don't have your cell phone. Like, mm-hmm. there was an earthquake. Or your cell phone dies. So you can't get to it. Or, yeah, all of the towers go down or the satellites go down, like, whatever. But, yeah, they mentioned, like, having someone on a landline. And I'm like, I don't even know if I know anyone 
who has a landline. And if you do, they don't give it out to you. They give it out to the people that they're signing up for things yeah. for that they don't want phone we pay for a landline we don't have a phone connected to it oh my god you used to have a phone in your bathroom it was amazing i called you once from it yeah a lot of people did (laughs) this phone is disgusting (laughs) i never want to touch it (laughs) it was like i guess the last person who lived here must have been an older person they were just doing business 24 7 assumed it was like an old person so they were like scared <laughs> they were like scared that if something happened no it was just someone who really wanted to be on the phone yeah i think they used this the house time. as a phone as a home office and so they had like people working where you're sitting and where i'm sitting and like all the bedrooms were offices or they ha- yeah that's what we think because it was like this mega system every phone was like a super office phone with like 20 lines that you could that is amazing yeah. and i was like i don't need this in my house get this out of here <laughs> and so the bathroom phone was the last one to go we need to get you back to having a phone maybe we okay. can get you like a really cute one like maybe one of those 80s like lips ones you know that's like the oh, lips oh in the bathroom in the that's bathroom gross. or wherever can i mean like self sanitizing i just mean like in your house <laughs> Do you have somewhere in your house actual phone anymore? Uh, like a dial no. phone? But we pay for one with our stupid Comcast. So that's what I'm thing. saying. Like, let's get one and plug it in. Okay. That'll be my homework. I'm Le- writing it down. Leap and get I suck. A leap phone. <laughs> <laughs> or it could be one of those hamburger phones. Like from the 90s. Sure. Yeah, like that you do a like a Flip mail-in open. contest or something. Yeah, a mail-in contest. <laughs> do a mail-in contest from 1994. I think Mike's going to want a football flip phone. <laughs> a football flip phone would be perfect. Awesome. Let's get it. Can I please be the first one to call it? Yes. So, um yeah, so paper copies of everyone's telephone numbers. I only know Leaf's phone number. Yeah. It's literally the it? only number that I know. <laughs> For all the ladies out there, it's 206 555. Get your own, babe. <laughs> no, but this list school, childcare, caregiver, workplace, emergency. But yeah, I was like, I don't know my nanny's phone number by heart. Yeah. Obvi. So I got to write that down. Even if it's in your phone, you might lose it. It could get stolen. Something will happen to it. Or you will be in complete shock and you won't know how to use a phone or yeah yeah something will happen and if you have like it written down in front of you you can even give it to somebody or somebody who finds you can say who am I supposed to call with this person they do recommend having a few people um that everyone in your family has it's out-of-state people because at some point during disasters it's easier actually to communicate with people who are really far from the incident that's happening Mm -hmm. than it is to to communicate interconnected because of the way that the um, phone the messages phone lines will travel. Get jammed. Yeah. So, and they said to keep those text messages if you can't phone call, if you can't uh, use the phone to call them, uh, text instead. They actually all recommended text. But above they're like, keep it call. short. Yeah. Keep it. Keep it to the point. I was like, what else are we going to be talking about? <laughs> I'm alive. <laughs> emoji. Is, have you heard from my emoji? <laughs> yeah. It's my, the bit. That's a bit emoji of you and the unicorn, yeah. like <laughs> pooping the rainbow. Or the bit emojis come up in your area. They're like you dying in flames, or there's a huge <laughs> like and you're like special Ow! disaster bit emojis. <laughs> I'll just send you like the superhero ones that they have that are for all the oh, horrible everything's characters. Okay, Danny's coming. <laughs> <laughs> she sent the little bit emoji with the cape where she's flying. We're fine. Like, it's going to be good. 
Well, I hope I hope from that you um, get the point that yes, you have to write things down on paper and make that, copies of it. And like even like laminate it if you get really fancy, take it to FedEx Kinkos and yeah. do something like that. But and then let people out of state know that you're on, that they're on your list. And so if something happens, like maybe they could be ready to get your phone call. Yeah, and they're like looking for your phone call. Um, number two that we're going to be doing, printed maps of vital destinations in and out of the city. So there's a good chance that, especially in Seattle, that a bridge is going to go out during a yeah. disaster. So you may, like, in your head, you know in and out the way you get to and from work, how you get to and from your, like, best friend's house. Like, you have really good, like, understanding of how to get from your house to those places. But if that primary way goes out and you need to, for some reason, avoid major roadways or whatever, having just a map of your city, mm-hmm. very basic roadmap of your city is going to help you a lot. And then if you end up in the situation where you cannot go home and you have a meeting location with your significant other or your nanny with your baby or like whatever you have some place that is not your house and we'll talk about this in a minute having a map to those locations and being able to look for alternate routes if whatever route you had planned is cut off just having a map available to you so that you can actually see because especially in this city a lot of roads just end all of a sudden <laughs> and also there's a lot of water here so yeah. you can't necessarily just like I'm gonna walk southeast until this is I the get way to where I drive, and it's probably the fastest way. Yeah, it's probably a quicker way if, if you're, you're by foot. foot. Yeah, and or you know, mark the places on your map. And you're using paper, so get a pen and mark it down. <laughs> yes. You know what's the what's the number one place? So everybody on your plan knows. Okay, we all agreed this was the number one place. You don't have to, you know, use recall to yep. figure out where am I supposed to go. So that can be a lot of good info. And then um, for Maybe you out could do of the like city. a double printing. On one side, you have the phone numbers. On the back, you got a map. Exactly. I think that's smart. That's a really smart way to do it. Thanks. Brilliant. I just thought of it. <laughs> You're so good. And also good Should looking. Should we just end it there? <laughs> <laughs> we only have two. We only have two steps of this. What is already a short <laughs> communications plan. Um, so also places out of the city. So if for some reason, like, you no longer have the internet, there is, like, a good chance that if there is a major disaster, you're not going to have enough signal to just be, like, Google mapping everything. Mm-hmm. You should generally know how to get to somewhere outside of the city that you are going to be meeting people. So, and that doesn't have to be really complex. It just needs to be, like, generally you go up I-5, like, whatever, you know, you're going to take the... You know, Tulalip Casino exit. Tulalip Casino exit. <laughs> That's where I always go. That's where I'm. You know That's that Huey knows. Lewis in the News is playing there this summer? Tulalip <laughs> Casino? <laughs> Just because now I do commercials for Huey Lewis in the News. Anyway, um, Danny so, is hip to be square. <laughs> so hip to be square. So after maps, um, so uh, you can get a message board again. Pretty simple stuff. Yep. Go to your... So Seattle has uh, um, a really great website that has interactive map of where are your hubs. So they have your neighborhood watch listed there. 
They have uh, hubs that you can go to. If you can't go home or you need to get in touch with somebody, that can be a meeting place. And they'll probably have some uh, resources there or at least people there that can help um, get you in touch with other people. And so I looked at what is my closest, and uh, it's the Loyal Heights Community Center, the play field there. Don't meet us there. Don't meet us there. <laughs> it's just for me. Um, just kidding. And no. But then I also looked on, you know, so I work downtown. Where's my nearest one downtown? I was like, oh, it's probably City Hall. There wasn't one. And so which made me think I should probably figure out what my building plan is and if I'm just supposed to stay in place um, or what the meeting place is for that building if something's going wrong. But I did also find out that Seattle has a ACS um, which is a group of amateur radio operators that will be on hand downtown <laughs> to help relay messages. I am so and, excited about this. Yeah. Like, we'll talk about it in a minute, but like, yeah. Uh, I think ham radio operators are pretty much the coolest. Yeah, so you can go on seattleacs.org. You can read their meeting minutes about how they're planning to help us, and I'm just really (laughs) grateful to all of these people. Um, But is it a part of the disaster recovery framework, which is a, how long is this document? A 189-page document that the city of Seattle puts out? No, but I know these guys just met in April, and they're having an event to... um, as part of the statewide fifth Saturday drill. So there's people out there planning for us and I think we They're need doing to stuff. They're you using know, the radios. Take a minute and say thank you. Thank you guys. Um, but maybe um, one day I'll be an amateur radio <laughs> operator. But um, I was just kidding about the Loyal Heights thing. I'd like want you guys to know that that's where we're going to leave messages because one of the things that is going to end up happening and the reason you want to have a message board for all of your um Friends and family is because there might be a lot of things going on where you need to be staying as close to home as possible, but you want to be able to communicate with those people in your community or neighborhood that you are okay without them having to necessarily come all the way to your house. So if you are, um, you know, so it's like a centralized location to just go and put up wherever they kind of designate it some kind of note. And I think that it would be cool to come up through the podcast maybe and maybe something we'll think about this week that's like, we'll all use a piece of like blue paper. Mm -hmm. So then you know. Okay. You know, or like maybe there's like just some blue scribbling. Yeah. So that if you're looking at a thousand messages, it's like easy to find like, oh, this is like one of our peeps. We can make stationary. Yep. Beautiful prep yourself stationery. I was offered beautiful stationery from you this evening, and I was like, I'm going to use a Post-it. She has the <laughs> coolest stationery in the world. It's got Zelda and, like, King Donkey Kong, Kong. And Donkey Kong. Donkey yep. Kong, Kirby, Mario, all kinds of good stuff. Because we're jerks over here. Yep. We love being <laughs> it. We do a podcast on prepping. Yes. <laughs> and we play a lot of Zelda. Um... Family meetup location, not home slash out of town. We kind of hit this um, when we were talking about maps, but one of the things I really liked that that Lex just talked about was that uh, you need to practice. So, like going over this kind of thing where you have a meetup location that is uh, away from uh, 
home. So let's just say um, I live in Greenwood, which is there's like a bog there. So one part of the the earthquake hitting um, yeah. is that that area is going to be really bad because like it goes through what's called liquefaction, where Oof. like essentially even though it's like dirt and stuff, it, it turns into like a lake almost. Oh, good. Yeah, just like your regular stuff. So there is a there is a chance that if an earthquake is the disaster that we meet, that I may not be able to get to my neighborhood. Uh-huh. So having a meetup location with your family that has been agreed upon, um, that is going to take you out of the area of the like most likely disasters. Mm-hmm. So it is hard to plan for things where it's like, actually it's not, like something like a... Uh, disease situation where there's like a quick spreading disease, like having somewhere where you're like, we need to get out of this urban area where there's a high population mm-hmm. and get to Tenasket. <laughs> Not Vashon Island. <laughs> Not Vashon. I would love to go to an island and just shoot people, other people who try to come. Not me. Oh. <laughs> other people. But, like, at them, not shoot the people. Oh. Just, like, don't come on my island because I don't want to share my island. stuff with you. Yeah. I want to go there, but not them. Yeah. I mean, but family meetup location can also be a really simple thing. A lot of the videos were like, like a large tree outside of your home. Yep. So if your house is on fire, that's a good just one have, like, like, I think there are different, you know, levels. It's, you know, where are you meeting outside of your home? Where are you meeting in your neighborhood? Where are you meeting outside of your neighborhood? Where are you meeting outside of the city? So, like, think of it as concentric circles that you need to plan for with your family and your group of preppers. You're such a smart lady. Um, So some of the other fun things, like those are all the very serious things where we need to, um, you actually have to do things for for those to happen. Here's some fun ideas that we had. One of the, one of them is not really an idea so much as you need to have a plan to recharge your batteries of like anything mm-hmm. that you have in this you plan. You have that solar thing. I have the solar thing so I can um, recharge my phone at any time. I also have three different little um, uh, of those just like cell phone quick rechargers. Oh. What are they called? I don't know what that is. Uh, they're just like, you know, there's the size of like a lighter. Okay. And they... It's just like a little battery. It's like a little battery, and you charge them, and then you just have them. So, like, when your cell phone's going dead, you Mm -hmm. can just plug... They're portable, so you can just plug them in anywhere. I mostly only use them when I'm traveling, because generally I'm close enough to a plug that I'm going to plug in my phone. But being able to recharge that stuff... But... Um, and like I mentioned when we went through my pack, a lot of my stuff either solar charges or has alternative charging method. Like mm-hmm. you can um, crank it and those kinds of things. Yeah. But just have some kind of plan for how you're going to power the things that not only that you're communicating with other people with, but also that you are receiving communication mm-hmm. by. So if you have like an AM, FM radio so that you can get information you know, emergency broadcast information that you need to be able to recharge. And I think there's a lot, there are so many products out there that are solar or crank or whatever. So I think we should do a prep and style. Yep. Uh, Just on that. Just repowering your life. Those those romantic twinkle lights when you need to have a dinner. That, uh, you know, Valentine's Day present request. (laughs) You know, babe, if you really loved me. (laughs) You would have got me a rechargeable lamp. Um, (laughs) 
So, but one of the fun ideas that we had through talking about this, we live only a couple miles apart from each other, so maybe getting battery, like getting radios, batteries. We only would use in an emergency. Only for emergency, not just for being like, hey, girl. Hey, girl. <laughs> hey, girl. Did you actually work on your bag this week? <laughs> hey, girl. Did you see that uh, season finale of Homeland? Ooh. Tonight. Um... So we think it would be cool to get really, really fun to get radios. But part of that comp plan is to know what channel we're going to be on. Because it's great to have radios until you're like, oh, we never finalized what's, <laughs> what so channels. Tragic. I'm just waiting for something. We're just going through horrible. every little channel to be like, hello. Danny? Hello. Nope. Alexa. Danny? Every time it's like a firefighter being like, get off this. <laughs> uh, we have a podcast, uh, sir. Yeah, sir. We're. I have a friend. Um, we are preppers. She, she's she's really cool, and she has a full wine selection in her basement, so I've got to get in touch. Yeah. <laughs> also, her house is on fire, so go there. Yeah, so you should go see if she's okay. And then we also listed some other stuff that would be cool, like, in our dreams of dreams, like... Ham, knowing how to do a ham, a ham radio. radio. I swear, right by me, there's a club that's about ham radios. And there's a whole podcast about ham radios. And I think it might be in Seattle. We could call space. I don't want to call space unless someone's going to come get me. What are you talking about? You don't want to call space. I want to live. <laughs> I'm talking about just for, like, nerd moments. Oh. I'm not talking about for, like, survival so much as just being, My whole like. life is a nerd moment. <laughs> My life is a nerd moment. <laughs> Oh my god, that dog. Uh, Lulu is really interested in what we're talking about. Super um, But also things that would be super cool, like sat phones and, you know. Landlines. <laughs> Landlines. Like, I was like, you have one. That, to me, is like a fantasy. Maybe it's going to be, like, the cool thing in ten years. The kids of the future are going to be like, cell phones are so for mom and dad. I'm getting a landline. Yeah. They're like, have you ever heard of party lines? <laughs> Did you know that they have hamburger flip phones? <laughs> That's the coolest. They're like, did you know that you could be attached by a 30-foot cord that you just wind all the way through the mm-hmm. house? You could clothesline your sister with it. <laughs> <laughs> you could unplug it when she, like, locks herself in her room with it yeah. under the door. Maybe. Maybe kids of the future are going to want to be less connected. So they're like, we don't want a comms plan. That's stupid. We don't want to know how to text. I'm going to survive. mom. That's cool. Stop making me do stuff. Anyway, we're going to do this comp plan this week. That's our homeworks. I hope you're going to do it with us. Also this week, we're looking forward to some kind of item to see Lex's bag and all the work you put in. Yeah. Are you going to do a video? I don't know if I'll do a video. Definitely a photo, though. Yeah. We'll let the the people see your Uh little miniature hammer tool. Yeah. That's really cute. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and all the baby crap I have to pack. That is what's really interesting. I think you, like, we are eventually going to do just, like, a baby episode. Um, (laughs) But I think along the way, I think having Lex be the the authority. Yeah, sure. (laughs) Being a mother, I know everything about prepping your baby and nothing about technology anymore. (laughs) I'm like, I need a paper, phone number, what's a text message? How will I possibly be sending it to myself? You you go and mail. I, like, teach you how to mail things. You just, like, mail yourself the thing. I have a 
checkbook. Does that work? <laughs> oh, I love a good checkbook. You do balance it in the back still? Yes, and I spell all of the words correctly. <laughs> Can you still write cursive on the second line in of your fact, check? I do. <laughs> <laughs> all of these things are true. <laughs> we love you guys, and um, we hope you have a good time looking up those Jamie Lee Curtis videos this week. Yeah. And also thinking about whose phone number you know. Yeah. I know two phone numbers. I know. Well, three, if I count my own. I know. My sister, my dad, my mom, and Mike. And, like, my best friend from uh, elementary school, but only her landline. (laughs) (laughs) You mean from her parents' house? (laughs) So, if you need to call your best friend from fourth grade. it's Uh, More like kindergarten. Dial that number now and see if it still works. And make that part of your comp plan. I found a landline. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Okay. That was fun. I I look forward to getting in touch with you after disaster hits. (laughs) (laughs) Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Yes. Can you hear me now? Yes. I love you guys. I love you too.